What is up, everyone? I am Kyle. I'm with Danny. Here we are done. We are podcast of X, and we are talking Fallen Angels today. Now, this is going to be uh, it's going to be different, I guess. Yeah. Um, something uh, definitely new. Definitely new, for sure. Because this first volume they've done since the '80s. Yes, and we discussed before the podcast that it was a weird lineup on that old, old Fallen Angels with Sunspot and Boom Boom. Oh yeah, when we were peeking at like what the original Fallen Angels lineup was, it, it's yeah, definitely, like, the strangest like going from like Vanisher to like Devil Dinosaur and Warlock. Yeah. And yet none of those people reprise their roles in volume, I guess, the beginning of volume two, Fallen Angels issue one. Yeah. Where we're going to be getting Psylocke, Young Cable, and then X-23. Yep. Very much, like I said, a X-Force like lineup. Like a crew. Very X-Force-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Like a typical like rogues gallery of X-Force. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I'm ready to, to to get into this. You ready to get into this? Yeah, this is Fallen this is a, a sequel. What twenty years or thirty years to make? <laughs> yes, yeah. Which I don't know how big that fan base was before. Well, it seems that the issue kind of centers on Psylocke. Well, it does center uh, this on one, Kwan. Yeah, like the the original Kwan, yeah. So, like, it 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 doesn't really play off of like the old fallen angels from what i gathered from the their storyline it was kind of like a, a falling out between the uh, new mutants and like this was the rift that happened afterwards and then like it kind of follows the character uh characters developing and dealing with that whereas this just dives right into like oh this is what the current psylocke is dealing with and this is how she's adjusting to the new world but for some reason like that's the whole narrative of the book and i i don't really know why they want the fallen angels if it's just i mean it doesn't seem like she's rifting with the X-Men. It's more of like she's trying to get, she's trying to mend things with herself and the X-Men in this. But yeah, we'll, we'll break that down going forward. Yeah. So we start off, you know, we're just kind of wandering onto a train station with a little girl, little Quanan, right? And it's like, we're in a dream, right? Essentially. Yeah. And um, it's like a flashback or like a, a flash. Mental, yeah. a mental, is it a flashback or a dream? Because uh, I believe it was, I believe it was like a, a flat. It was kind of her like diving into her, her mental, like, I, I guess you could say it's she like was dream meditating, walking. right? We cut to her meditating. Dream walking? Like, dream, dream walking, that? I guess. Yeah. Because she was meditating, right? She. We cut to her meditating after this yeah. scene. So she much. was like diving through her own memories, it's but so it is so a sense funny. like a flashback, too. Yeah. And she's just, um, she's kind of on the train, and um, she says, Mercy is my name, but that is not my way. And she's just talking about her identity, more or less, who she is, where she comes from. And uh, she gets consumed, right? Yeah, because I guess it's touching on her old history of, like, how she developed as, like, an assassin over the years and, like, going around dealing with uh, the Hand and all these more dark, nefarious organizations. Right, she was trained by the Hand. All that kind of stuff. I believe it was something like that. I know she worked with them. She was great by, like, what, Fabian Nassiza? So yeah. it's, like, during that kind of arc of, like, 90s, like, kind of extreme characters and, like, late 80s kind of transition characters. It was pretty cool to, to see, like, this ninja psychic warrior kind of get developed. But we don't really know too much about, like, her, her history proper because she got kind of overwritten with... Betsy, when yes. the whole mind melting shenanigans went down and all that, so I guess they're just trying to flesh out a little more of like her background. Notice that image though, uh, when she gets all angry and breaks the the metal rod like yeah. off of the wall. Like, doesn't she look like? Um, do you remember when Vigo the Carpathian possessed <laughs> like Ray in Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> She's got like that giant forehead, the angry face. Yeah, like, it's the, the forehead. It's yeah, the forehead. yeah, it's great. <laughs> I was like, it's your chance Dan Aykroyd right there. It's a, right. Once I saw that, I could not see it. I was just like, why is Vigo in there? Who is Vigo? Yeah. 
But, uh, you know. I can't unsee that now, though. Right? Um, <laughs> it's, it is. It's like be the Carpathian Man, I swear. So, I, uh, what was her backstory before? So, uh, essentially, she got uh, mind-melded, I guess, with with uh, Betsy Braddock and like half of her memories went with Betsy and half went with Quanon, right? As they, and they switch bodies, switch, switch consciousnesses, right? It, I honestly don't remember hundred percent on how it went down, but I just know that like uh, somehow the mental state of Betsy was put like her mind, her her mental capacity, and her, what represented her her consciousness was put on top of uh, Psylocke and like sub subletted for hers because she essentially was a husk. Like she, her psychic uh, yeah. consciousness was destroyed, and Betsy's was overwritten on top of it because her physical body no longer had a representation. That's what I vaguely remember. I might be wrong, but I, it's so weird, and they've retconned it so many times. It's hard to ever like think of her as anything else but just Psylocke I always just was like oh she's just Psylocke when I found out one day that she had a different body at one point I was just like oh that's really weird oh and her old costume is terrible oh and she looked dumb <laughs> yeah I was just like this is strange they made a good call changing her I like what they're doing now and kind of how they animate her a little bit and like it's kind of funny how the Captain Britain mask works but the rest of the stuff works and sure. the animation style is nice but yeah I like that they didn't like write off Kwan and they, we still get that cool Psylocke design that iconic <laughs> Psylocke design. Yeah. So they're still keeping the old fans happy, which is nice. Um, which I dig because Psylocke is one of my mains on Marvel vs. Capcom 2. For sure. She's on my main lineup. Oh, dude, that's funny. Cable's on mine. I have Cable. No, Cable, it's either Cable or uh, Sentinel. I switched those two out. And then Magneto. So Magneto, Psylocke, and... Usually Cable, but sometimes Sentinel. I did Cable, Silver Samurai, and then um, Spiral. Nice. Good lineup. There you go. There's our lineup. Fight us, folks. <laughs> Find us. We're calling you out. We're probably going to... Let's do some Marvelous Capcom 2 and get stomped. <laughs> we will get... I will get oh, destroyed. Yeah, I would get so wrecked. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so we're we're getting more of her backstory kind of fleshed out, and she's getting consumed by uh, this thing. Uh, her eyes are like very black and like bleeding, which is an interesting design choice. Uh, she busts through. Uh, she's still on the train. She busts through to the uh, I guess the conductor and just kind of uh knocks them out and she says i i was not free then and then she says but i am free now and she she uh, kind of says uh screams out apoth and not even screams out just kind of says states apoth and we're this is kind of like a a memory that uh is supposed to be uh a key key moment that she's supposed to bring back, whatever she's doing, whether this is a dream or a memory or her meditating. But as this happens, the train gets derailed and things get out of hand. And um, we're left wondering: Did Psylocke survive? <laughs> did Psylocke survive this outcome? Will we know? Find out next week, folks. Um, as they spoil it in the in the next three panels, and in the next like, three panels, right? you're like, oh yeah, that was many many years ago, and she's now grown up, and of course she survived, and all right, <laughs> sure. It's a very weird way to end it, though. I, I like it where it was just, <laughs> boom, is she dead now? <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> yes, and we get the lineup, and the lineups. Um, Psylocke, Magneto, Mr. Sinister, Cable, X-23, and Captain Britain. Now, I like this line on this page. Uh, the last uh, paragraph. New bonds are forged among mutant kind as old wounds heal, but the drums of war still beat some. And I guess that's supposed to be the tone of what this should be, I feel. It's kind of its thesis right there. Yeah. Which, yeah. What we should expect. 
it kind of is a precursor for all the like the the ramping up they're starting to do with this this character and like her her kind of story and the the x-men mythos now yeah um but yes moving forward we're met with good old betsy right nope that's still that's still still going on right yeah, no, it's Betsy. This one's Betsy, right? Oh, yeah. Then she gets that one little. Oh, before they cut to her, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, because she's got the purple hair. For a second, yeah, there, I was like, the, wait. She has the deep hair. And then, yeah. And she's just, you know, she's cr- crackling it up, hanging out with all the weird uh, mutant, mutant, mutant things. She's like a. She's like a. Kind of like a. a, a, a a Disney character, but we cut to no, we cut to Quanon in the next panel. Why she bloodlet on that flower to feed it though? Did you notice right? that? Oh yeah, she just like drops some blood on some flower, man. Eat some blood. Take my mutant DNA. Evolve faster. I don't know. It was really uh, strange. I'd choose because it, it caused that flower to sprout, and then like a butterfly showed up to her. And I guess it seems like she's having like a, a like a long distance like kind of connection with. With the the original Psylocke Guan, because mm-hmm. now it cuts to her and she's just kind of meditating. She's meditating with butterflies surrounding her, like a Disney character. Yeah. Um. um and, and then she's struck by some sort of internal like nonsense that kind of shakes her out of her meditation. Yes. She's and we see like this blackness and it's. And uh, it's kind of like uh, disrupting her, and it's speaking to her, right? Do not ask my name, right? And uh, telling her, uh, like, Xavier... It brings up Apoth again. Yeah, and it brings up Apoth. And it it even says, like, you will die. Like, Xavier's, like, peace is, like, not going to save you, more or less. And Apoth is the what's the tetragrammation? Have you ever heard that word? Tetragrammation? No. It's a new word. No. Right there. Never heard of that. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a street. Uh the new name of God. I wonder if that's that's um but yeah. Um so we 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 hear this name Apoth again, right? And even uh uh Quanon kind of uh notices that she falls she falls out of her out of her hovering state and she was like apoth she questions it because she's remembering that memory right yeah it seems like she's unlocking a lot of her existence after she experienced all the psychic trauma over the years it seems like this is her trying to cope with it and being her own self again and trying to rebuild her identity but it yes. looks like she's unlocking a lot of strange memories that she locked away it seems like there's even like literally who is like, like- do you see like, like a person this... inside her head that she's got like trapped in yeah. like a, the image of someone that she can't quite remember, but she she knows they're in like, like there's something echoing in her, person, her, yeah. her being. Um, interesting, but she we after that we cut to House of M and we're met with the majestic. Look at this majestic prince right here. That is Magneto. This like shot of him, just like this wide angle, very low shot of him on his throne. Um, and he's just very like, nice throne, very fitting, right? <laughs> very fitting, very fitting for Magneto. And he's just all like a vision. Do you have a source, pretty much? And uh, she says it wasn't a dream, more or less. And he's even like, what's your name? I don't even know what to call you after all this. Even the characters are just like, I don't know what's happening between you and the other We guy. had another one of those moments <laughs> that it's like the weird, like people trying to decide on what to go by and what to be called. And like, yeah. it seems like every issue or every other issue will get this like weird stumbling of names. It, it was kind of funny at first, but it's like starting to hit a point where it's like, <laughs> it's starting to weigh a little like where it's like, okay. Bit. Uh, all right, do we have to constantly? We've acknowledged the elephant in the room, but are we going to keep beating it now? <laughs> I guess you kind of got to, but I don't know. Just do it. I guess don't mention, don't, don't, don't beat it into the floor. Um, but it seems like she wants to uh, circumvent the rules here with Krakoa and like find yeah. a way to get out. I mean, they're dealing with the lockdown and the fallout from all the stuff with like Charles and what happened exactly. in the last issue. 
Yeah. Yes. So it's like these are tough times. But I mean, if anyone can kind of help people skirt the rules of anything or get out of a place they don't want to be, Magneto's the go-to guy. I mean, he literally escaped a concentration camp, so yeah. <laughs> he's got you back. He's like, hey, if you want to leave, I ain't going to keep you here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, remember last week in uh, X-Force? Was that? No, that was a... Uh... Yes, that was the last... Yeah, X-Force. Uh, yeah, that was the last uh, issue before Charles the Xavier was shot and killed. And so uh, we are to assume by this one line by Magneto that the entire island's on lockdown after this event, which is cool that everything's kind of keeping in pace, kind of tying in without getting too out of hand. We'll see how long this lasts with these little tidbits of tie-ins here and there before people are like, my, this is my toys now. I'm playing with them. (laughs) We're going to reboot the whole thing. Yeah. Now death matters again, and we're going to kill off everyone. <laughs> ha. <laughs> Someone's going to do that. Someone's going to come along and flip that switch. All right. Um, so, yeah, she's just he was just all like, you know, maybe you should go talk to... Um, he's being very like subtle he's just like maybe you'll go find something sinister you're this way huh huh sinister yeah you get me he's Not being judge. all coy judge. with her yeah it's like what do you what's the matter just tell yeah. her like. just tell me come on you don't have to play these games here what are you being recorded are they being recorded maybe they are maybe he knows yeah, maybe it's like, well, they're always psychically being monitored. Maybe that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but he's got his helmet on, so that should give him leeway, right? The helmet. I think it's, I think it's more of like he he he's in a uh, such a position of power and like leadership that he's trying not to overtly do things to cer- uh, subvert or like circumvent the rules that they're trying to put forth. So he's just he's delegating to Sinister, and he's like, yeah. just go to Sinister. He'll help you get away, get out of this island. He comes and goes as he pleases, anyways. He's fucking, you know, Nathaniel Essex. Like, no one can tie that guy down. Yeah. Especially the new Nathaniel. He's all ridiculous. Like, off the wall. Like, not even the fourth wall can tie that guy down. Yeah. And she's all like, yeah, cool. Okay, thank you. And he's just all like, yeah, no, no, don't thank me. We, we just talked about this. Don't do this. <laughs> we, <laughs> I wasn't here. You didn't see me. We didn't talk. Nothing. <laughs> Get out of my throne room. I have subterfuge to hide in. <laughs> As it starts to darken around his throne and his face. <laughs> right. He's like, I've already entered my brooding mode. Leave. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. You can't. You look at the dark shadows. You can't yeah, see Yeah, look at it. It's consuming his face. <laughs> you can see my eyes. Get out of here. Nothing. Get out. Go. Leave. leave. I showed you my eyes once. That's it. <laughs> They've already been put away. That was three panels ago. Get back. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but we go, we cut to Bar Sinister after that. And uh, he's all like, yo, what's up? What's going on? And and she mentions Apoth, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just all like, what do you need from us? What do you need? What's going on? Um, and she wants a passage out, pretty much. Yeah, he's like, you need help breaking the laws, eh? All right. I might be able to do something, you know? Yeah. He's like, but nature has no law, so let's see what we can do. (laughs) And they even have a name moment again, like in another page, in another two panels. They're like, don't call me Quanon. It's a shackle, not a name. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Come on. Move it along. Move it along here. We, we, We get it. We get it. I wonder if Betsy and her orchestrated the whole like, all right, you get Psylocke, I'll just be Betsy, and like, right. or did they just decide that on their own? <laughs> I wonder if they like talked shop. She's like, I like Psylocke, I want to keep it, and then Quan's like, no, that I don't want to take back my slave name or anything like that, so I'll be Psylocke. You, you, you got to take my body. I'm keeping the name. <laughs> <clears throat> like, so Betsy's like, fine, I'll just be Betsy. she doesn't even have like a mutant code name that's funny she's using her regular name and then she's even she gets super serious too you get a close up on her eye and she's just like sinister I'm trying to prevent the apocalypse 
And you're just like, calm down, calm down, girl. You had a vision or a whatever it was, a mind situation. Premonition. This is this is nothing to be. We've been through this. Come on, sixty years of X Men. Come on, we've done this. <laughs> this, this is an old pony. Like it's it's funny too because she she has like a good understanding of all the ins and outs of Mister Sinister. Like when she walks in, she was literally calling him out on like she's like I need help breaking some laws and he, I know you're good at breaking the laws of nature and stuff. And he's like just like having this funny back and forth with her, and then she finally gets tired of it, and she's just like pulls the energy blade on him, like her little psychic blade, and she's like, "Let's get through with it, all right? You either gonna help me or I'm gonna mess you up." I like this. This this is like a no gruff like moment here where Salak is on a mission, and she's not gonna be derailed by no one, right. not even Mister Sinister's nonsense and witty banner. It's <laughs> funny. He's like, oh, "All right, chill out, chill out." She's close to the face on that one, though. She was like that lop off his like his brain. And then um, he essentially says, "Time jump." Yeah, we get a time jump um, to Japan years ago, right? And it's another flashback of her. Yeah, it's kind of more building blocks. Like it's it's this is one of those like grumpy comics. Where it's like as the they reestablish a character again, they flush out their canon a little yeah. more as the, the issue goes on. So it's like they're ter- telling two stories at the same time, like her past and then the Fallen Angels stories or story that's going on. Exactly, yeah. And we're just I guess we're just learning more about this version of her. Um but yeah. Uh, he's with the wise, wise old master, right? Wise old master is like, you are the caterpillar, soft and ugly and useless, but you will become a butterfly. And then he he, he pokes her in the head. Weird, weird moment. But I guess it's a moment that stuck with her. It's strange, though, because the whole psychic <laughs> butterfly nonsense, that's always been, like, Betsy's thing. So it's right? weird how they tied that into so Psylocke's weird. mythology. Yeah, but here we are. But yeah, and I, I guess uh, she was able to work something out. Uh, like Sinister was saying, he he he's found something that might be able to work for her, and she's now trying to put together a team. Put getting the team together. I love all this. All at least all these like first issues is all these cool like uh panels where we get to see the team getting together. I always love the team getting together. You can't yeah, go the team wrong. building montage. Yes. But we cut to uh get some people dancing, just hanging out by the fire, having a good time. Partying that, just, day, that year-long orgy and party is still yeah, going on in Krakoa. Happening. Like it doesn't end. You know, you just go to work, but you then once you're after off, off work, you just go to the to the orgy. You go back to the orgy. I want to believe that all these issues are going on in like uh, concordance with each other and like simultaneously, but at the same time, I want to believe that like each day is just one issue. So like it's just a <laughs> nonstop week long party that everyone's having. Yeah. All the time. Just everyone's just tired, but they're just like, we could do this because our weird Krakoan drugs. We can just party all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, by the fire is Laura, right? We met with X. 23 and and cable approaches her and she's just like don't don't like dancing you don't like music you don't and like to get jiggy with it what's happening thought you were fun kind of nagging around a little bit it's like what's going on over here and it kind of works she's she gets mad right he's like don't don't make promises you can't keep and then she's like never and you see her fist Good old fist. And then where does that fist go? Right to his nose. Right to his nose. And they they dance. They dance the dance of battle. Yeah. They started playing Mortal Kombat in the background yeah. as the fire sure. like got like shot up into the sky. <laughs> and they just started wailing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. But rightfully so, Young Cable gets his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He may have been born on the battlefield, or he may have grew up on the battlefield, but she was born to fight on a battlefield. <laughs> she was bred for it. 
she's a weapon less than a, 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 an actual person. Yeah. Um, and then this next line kind of is like my what I what I my mantra when I when I say when I wake up. Uh, Cable's like feel better, and she's just like I don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> But she's like, yeah, but nothing here matters. Mutants have never been this safe, and safety sucks. She's just bored because everyone's safe. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel, feel right to her. She's I like, wish we had a plot device that would pick up right now that would fix that. And right? Enter Psylocke. What do you know? Enter Psylocke. Here she is to save the day. And she's like, Laura Kenny, Nathan Summers. My name's Psylocke. And then and says, your uh, name is Kwan. Yeah, <laughs> this is like her. Yeah, that's what it is. So this is like her memories, right? Kind that of that, it's going back to that, that. It's digging in as she's doing this. Yeah, it's she's like poking at her, and she's just like, ah, I hate that name. <laughs> she's like, now, now memories. <laughs> it's like Tom Cruise fighting the gay thoughts. <laughs> He's running away from. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, she's she's definitely she's definitely got some damage going on here that she's working her way through as the issue sure. goes on. See, it's like now it's not even like going every every other page. It's like literally the panels of her her past and her her character development are like fighting the current story, like for for time. <laughs> and uh, she she just says meet meet me at this location. Uh, it's like a reservoir. And they're all like, I don't think she's doing well. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I like how Betsy tried to talk to her. She's yeah. Like, I don't need to and talk. She's like, nah, I'm good. I'm leaving. Sorry and, about piloting your body for like, you know, like 30 years almost. Um, how um, how yeah. you doing? It's like, up? dude, let's not make that small talk. Like, that's just weird. Nope. We're not going to talk, but I'm just going to walk by you every time I see you. We're going to have this type of relationship on Krakoa. Uh, But we cut to the reservoir. Um, And at the reservoir, we're met with Laura, Kenny, Nathan Summers, Cable, and Psylocke getting together, forming the team. Here it is. Uh, why do you think they went with this team like why do i i I think because like i said earlier i feel like they're misfits they're outcasts i guess they they don't have a place they needed a place for these people and they made them all to get they put them together because think about it like you got betsy right you got betsy back right but what do we do with quanon right we have this like kind of byproduct of her leaving Quanon's body. Um, you got Laura's just kind of there, right? She's just kind of the, uh, like even in this issue, she's going to even have a line where she's like the kind of contrarian, not contrarian, but like it's contrived. But she says, uh, I've been in the shadows of Wolverine for our love of Logan for, for too long or something like that. And uh, okay. so, like, it could be. Oh, I see that connection now because it's, she's like the the lead to Wolverine. Cable's the lead to the old Cable, and then Psylocke is like leaded is tied to uh, Betsy. Yeah. So okay, I could see why this team makes sense and why they put these people together. I mean, that's just me tying a red string and making connections. I don't know if that's for sure, but it just. It's my assumption, right? It, uh, honestly, I think it's an editorial editorial thing. They're just like, what do we do with these characters? But why did they pick the Fallen Angels storyline? Because I feel or uh, moniker to throw it under. Because I, what I gathered, read the old Fallen Angels, it was all like pretty up and up, like new mutant characters right. had like a fallout. So it would be like if they took X Men characters or prominent New Mutants characters and then made a side comic about them after they had a huge rift and called that Fallen Angels. Like that would fit. But this, it's like, I feel like they didn't know what to do with these weird characters, and they had that weird connection where they're all kind of like the echo of like a mainline character, a main story yeah. uh, X-Men counterpart. And they're just like, let's put it under Fallen Angels. Cause... But they, they, these guys weren't really 
fallen angels. They were all pretty fallen before they <laughs> raised the limelight. So I, I don't know. It's, it does seem like a mislabeling. But I do understand the team. I do see why they put them together now. I just don't understand why they called this title. But yeah, the team fits. I do like that they're using them like this. And like I said earlier, it echoes kind of a X-Force team vibe. And they're definitely getting into that kind of style of mission. So I'm all down for it so far. Um, and they talk, and uh, Laura wants to talk to Psylocke outside, away from Cable, and she tells Psylocke that she doesn't want Cable to go, pretty much, because he's like a, a child of war, and he'll like follow any rule, rules or orders given to the situation, she doesn't want that for him, more or less. She's trying to baby him. It's really weird. It's like she's taking this approach yeah. to like trying to. Uh, it almost feels like it's too late, though. I mean, he literally killed the the older version. He killed himself. Like I, I don't really killed feel himself. like himself. Yeah. Like, and he's already pretty grown. Like I don't feel that this like idealistic child like life or sheltered livelihood is is like there for is necessary. Like right. he's 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 in the deep end. Like throwing him back to the shallow end seems kind of like. I don't know, asinine or like, uh, it's like she's patronizing him almost. It's just like, okay. <laughs> and he's not going to be down for it. I mean, the dude's pompous. He literally was just like, I'm going to fix time and kill myself to repair time because if I don't, things are going to go awry. And it's like, that's kind of the weight he's dealt with. So what, what's he going to do? Listen to you if you tell him to do something? He literally, like, will fuck with time. So how's he going to listen to you? It seems like Laura's misreading like him really bad in the beginning. Which is usually pretty intuitive with people, but the way they're writing in this, this dynamic now, it's like it's kind of strange. Like they're trying to create group turmoil where there doesn't even necessarily need to be. Yeah, there really doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Like they try to treat like Bobby, like he's like the young X Men, bright eyed and like innocent, but it's fucking Cable from the future still. Like he's he's murdered. He's got blood on his hands. So or they're they're setting up that he's going to die in the future. Oh yeah, like, maybe I don't, right. I don't want I don't want him to go, but he is gonna go, and then he's gonna end up dying. Uh, and they're trying to like kind of put the focus on that where they're like, Hippie. oh, it was his last. He was gonna retire. It was his last day. This is his last day before <laughs> retirement. Just one more oh, job. <laughs> he had one more case to to crack. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Um, maybe I don't know. It's a good question. A good question for a con. Um, <laughs> let's, and then we, uh, we cut to essentially Tokyo, right? Wait, no, what happens? Um, Cable, does Cable go? Cable still goes. No, Cable yeah, doesn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, Cable still goes. Yeah, they still, they still come to, like, it, it pretty much bring, brings it down to, like, well, this is still going down anyways, and they can't really derail it. Like, he's going to come along. Yeah. Like I was saying, you can't convince him. So then they jump to um, So Tokyo yeah, we, we cut to Tokyo, and it's raining, and and uh, we're just hanging out, and uh, we see Laura and Psylocke, and, and uh, she's just all, like, trying to trace her steps, right, talking about the train explosion and whatnot. Yeah, they're going through her old memories because we get kind of like that flashback to when she was younger and still a kid. And they kind of explain, like, what's going on and how her powers are the way they are. Because they, they deal with this, like, weird Japanese syndicate that's, like, dabbling in overclock. Like, it's this... There's a lot of weird, like, Breaking Bad-style subplots built into, like, a lot of the house and powers and, like, current X-Men storylines. Because the that. overclock is, like, the, that music... That, that, that weird... Uh, I guess you would say, like, a chemical that makes your mutant powers go into overdrive yes. and they make you a lot stronger. Yes. Like I think uh, Kid Omega took it at one point and a couple other people have used it before but that that's what's, I think that's why her eyes are bleeding black. Mm. Like I think that's what that came from was the, the drug. The overclock. Yeah, the overclock and they're kind of and she's kind of going through the memories of like what that's all tied to. And of course then they bring in the butterfly again and she's got like a tattoo of it and I'm like where did yep. that come from? <laughs> Let me see the butterfly, and then um, 
she's just kind of like zoning out. She's losing it, man. She's losing it, right? In the middle of the mission, right? And yeah. uh, Loris is all like, come on, keep it together. Keep it together. And then we go into um, a bigger like memory. And we see uh, a crying, a crying Laura. I mean, not Laura, a crying Psylocke looking, yeah. at, a ba- looking at a baby. And, and this guy, someone's holding her and just like, look at this baby. Look at this yeah. baby. <laughs> Remember this sadness. Remember this pain. Remember <laughs> all this. You could use it later. It's going to be great. We're going to yeah. make you into an awesome killing machine. Exactly. And, uh, she can't hack it anymore. She snaps. No, she snaps, and then she, bam. She snaps slices, like a thin twig. Slices the overclock. Um, and then just is like, where's the A-pass? She wants to know. And that's Laura's cue. She's just like, all right. I'm whipping out the claws. Bye, claws. And she's whipping out that magneto subterfuge. Look at it. You can't even see her eyes. Nope. <laughs> Look at that. Gone. Cast and shrouded in the shadows. But then the lady gets her, oh my gosh, her mind blown so bad that the sunglasses she's wearing just shatter. Yeah. Into, <sighs> into like Butterfly. butterflies. Too butterflies, out of it. yeah. It's so funny. It's just like, what's happening? What is going on? No. <laughs> she really mind rapes her so bad. And it's like. I know those are all psychic images coming out of her, but it must look kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder if other people could see that. Like, she's, like, spitting out psychic butterflies, and her head is just, like, exploding into psychic yeah. power. I wonder if that's, like, a visual thing that's, like, explaining to everyone else in the room while they're there, if it's just, like, only Psylocke can see it while she's doing it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, that'd be crazy to see. Well, I mean, I guess they're seeing her, like, head start to open up and, like, her glasses explode. Right. They're seeing that, at least. Well, I guess if he she physically manifests the psychic weapons as like objects, I guess people can see it too, because mm-hmm. everyone can usually see Kid Omega's weapons and Betsy's weapons. So there you go. There you go, yeah. folks. Um, and then Laura's just like, "What's what's going on? I'm just kind of winging it. Give me a plan here." And and then what happens? She just touches him. Touches her. Um, with her with her hand, and then um, and then she says, "You have a daughter." Oh God! And I'm kind of confused by that line. What is she referring to in this situ- this particular moment? What would uh? Oh, I think she's like she's now got the information. Like I think uh, Psylocke shared her memories with X twenty three. Yeah. So when that touch happened. X-23 was just like, oh, you're losing it because you have, like, history with these people. And, like, they they dealt with, like, stuff that went down with your daughter in the past. And, like, gotcha. they tortured you okay. by using so her. She's just, she's just and, like, now the mem- old memories of, uh, okay. Yeah, and so bit. now Laura gets it. Yeah. It almost feels like these things, like, the whole the whole mission got kind of turned on its head. Like, like, they were supposed to play it a certain way, and it turned out that... Psylocke is just out for revenge now, and she's just trying to turn things around. Because, like, even the people that, like, known her was just like, well, we haven't seen you in a while. We never expect you to be around here again. And and then Psylocke is instantly just like, break down. I'm fucking murking you people, and I'm I'm going to get my revenge and restitution however I want. And now Laura's just like, oh, man, this woman's on a warpath. Fuck. <laughs> this mission has gone to shit. <laughs> That's not what I signed up for. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah. She's not happy, for sure. Uh, then we cut to the next page, and it just describes the overclock a little bit, and it just lets you know that it's a virtual narcotic that's sold on the black market. Uh, it's a device that hacks into your uh, central nervous system and creates a sense of euphoria. Um, um, what else? The user's uh, perception of time uh, being much, much slower while using this, while using the overclock. Also, some people also have reported feelings uh, like months have passed in the span of minutes. Like Salvia. Ah, all right. Salvia. I always thought it was that thing that like overpowered, like it like jumped up mutants and made them stronger. I think it was, right? I think that was the tool. Maybe they changed it? Yeah, this could be a redcon for it. 
possible. So, yeah, like, minor, it. though, that I don't even know. I might, uh, I'm trying to think in the past. I, was it called the Overclock? They've had the arcs with it, but it was a long yeah. time ago. It might have not even been called Overclock. It might it have had another name. Like could it have had like, another name. I know what you're talking about. Overdrive or something. Mutant Overs. Yeah, it would just, like, cause them to OD on it or get addicted Super to it. Overdrive. Power Overdrive over. fun time drug. <laughs> now it just seems like yeah like then the modern interpretation is like creating a kind of salvia-esque like ability for you to just function in like a state that seems like time is no longer relevant yeah it seems like rough times rough times rough, rough times um banned by the eu yeah banned by the eu um, to date, no deaths have been reported from overclock usage, but users are having longer highs and more intense experiences. The International Association of Neurotechnology states that approximately one out of every 25 overclock heavy users, more than two experiences a month, are at risk of severe psychological trauma. Um, but fuck that. Abuse it. Woo! Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want some psychological trauma? Am I right? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm down. Just does not seem like <laughs> it's really worth it. Yeah. And we cut to outside of Tokyo. We're on a farm. Just walking. We see some feet. Awesome feet, right? Good feet drawing, bro. Um, <laughs> Look at those feet, right? <laughs> but they're kind of walking up onto the barn and uh, or a barn, uh, and and this is what they kind of she thinks she found in that one person's mind, and uh, she kind of opens the door. She being Psylocke, right? Yeah. And she opens to find four, five, five. I could count five children. It's all kind of shrouded in in shadows or shrouded with this darkness in their eyes. Yeah, it's like pouring out. So they're on like the overclocked stuff too. So it's like making yeah. their eyes bleed that weird viscous fluid. Viscous fluid, yeah. It's interesting. Um, but they just try to help them pretty much. And as they try to help them... Um, they seize out! They're just like, no! <laughs> it's like that one kid where, like, they're really cool until you get into their safe zone, and they're just like, no, no, and just like, oh, damn, calm dude down. Right. Don't tell me to relax. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out. Not at all. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we have, uh, she says we have to find who did this, and then we get a voice. I did this, and we see hands reaching out, and it's uh, uh, it's, it's just like a child, yeah, and it calls itself the, the speaker. So it's just probably a voice of someone else, uh, and it refers to itself as the song mutant. Song, comma mutant. Song. So he's saying I am the song mutant. Talking gotcha. to like it's like referring to her. So, so he's just uh, he's a some kid, just some weird kid. But I, I think it's talent. the the voice is Apoth though. It is speaking for Apoth, right? Spe- yeah. or Apoth is speaking through this child. Pretty yeah, much. we we kind of get another like lead into this Apoth character that's so significant to Psylocke's history. Yeah, and she's just like you cowards, you you're doing this to children. And uh, they're just all like, you know, we understand. We killed a lot of children, so we empathize. And you're like, that's weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there are some weird, like, organization that wants to, or it's like he's talking about, like, they want the mutants gone because he wants the humans to, or the yeah. world to finally evolve. For some reason, Apoth is under the impression that without mutants, the world can evolve. Which, and it just wants to, to, and he just wants, or whatever they are, wants to be left alone in peace to to do so, which is such a strange thing to do because I mean, 
Like, if you want to be left alone, then why were you messing? If you don't want to be bothered by mutants, then why do you have Psylocke's kid? <laughs> She's obviously going to come after you. Right. Um, that's interesting. I don't know what they're going for there, right? Because wouldn't mutants be the next step in evolution? Um, so probably another I'll... human radicalist group that's got some crazy way of controlling people. Maybe. Or maybe this is the first seeds of... Uh... You know, uh, the techno organic virus, and we're seeing the oh, uh, the human ascension, the, the ascension, the start of ascension through these like devices. This is one tool. I'm sure it's going to be many, many different approaches, different type of technology and tools used to get there. But I think That's we're going to see see it seeded at least in these early years a little bit. That's a fair assumption. I don't know if this, I don't be, know if this, this is be a good start. Yeah, that's probably jumping a little. Too much. I think we need more information. You might be picking up on something, though. Could be. Because they keep this pretty vague. There really isn't too much yeah. explaining like, who Apoth really is and what's going on right here. All we know is he could possess children through <laughs> through the overclock device, it seems. Yeah. And uh, we cut to... Flashback. Fucking butterflies. Those aren't butterflies. Those are leaves. Those are leaves. Slices that shit. And uh, what do we get from this? Uh, it, that, just kind of another quote. They're, just, it, they're tying more of the butterfly iconography to Psylocke using this flashback eh. again to kind of really beat that over the head. And also it's just to show that like, oh, she's a badass in her own right. She's like a samurai. She's like a ninja. She's got all this great tutelage and like history of like being trained to be an amazing warrior. But there's something deeper and darker inside her. And the world that she lives in is also deeper and darker than she realizes. So that's really what a lot of this stuff is hinting at. A lot of these flashbacks. But I mean, it's like, okay, cool, I guess. I mean, if you really want to get Psylocke back up to speed, but I mean... We never really needed it. <laughs> she could have just... They could have hit the ground running with her, and I'd have been fine with sure. her. Sure. I would have been fine if they're just like, all right, let's get into it. This is this is it. She just thrown her back into X-Force and just said, we got some killing to do. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a cool scene. I do like the imagery with, like... I do like they, it. Oh, they're using beautiful. the leaves to look kind of like... Yeah. Her in that very fake, very large sun... Yeah. Not exist, right? <laughs> it's just like five feet At away all. from her. <laughs> it's yeah, it's gonna kill her. It's so close. Yeah, um, burn up the earth. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Dark shadows. The old, uh, the old sensei is shrouded in uh, shadows. I dig that. Doesn't really show his face. Yeah, I'm wondering who that is. You know, it'd be cool if it's like a stick or something like that. Oh <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting because, like, he has a lot of ties to, like, the hand and stuff like that. So uh, that'd be interesting. But who knows? <laughs> That's probably no one important. It's probably a completely original character and probably won't matter because it'll get killed off in a flashback. And then there you go. <laughs> but uh, one could hope. One could hope there'll be a cool twist on that. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So we got to uh, back to Sinister and Sinister... Just Still playing lot. with his like weird, what yeah. double helix holograms? Like, yeah, he is, every time they cut to him in these issues, like even the, in the previous ones, he's like always got like floating like CG or holographic renderings of like yep. double helixes and like DNA structures. He's yep. just playing with them. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? So <laughs> like Iron Man, but with DNA. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like when he's like building stuff and playing around. It's just like that, but with so DNA, weird. it is. It totally is that. Yeah. That's spot on. Yeah. Um, but he's just all like, I'm growing tired of you bringing tragedy to my doorstep. And she's just all like, I bring purpose <laughs> and I brought cable. <laughs> and he's like, ooh, cable. <laughs> Both suburbs and gray DNA in one person. Oh, my. <laughs> too bad if I do. That's your, that's your this is my life's work. work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just picks him up and holds him like a baby, and he's just stroking his face. And he's like, "Aren't you just the perfection of mutant, like genetic tampering?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I get some of your blood? <laughs> 
Why do you bring me to Sinister's? I told you this guy creeps me the fuck out. <laughs> First time I said hi to him, he put a cotton swab in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, essentially, uh, she's all like, yo, I need a team. This is my team. Here it is. We're going to be on the down low. That is that. You cool? Cool. More yes. or less. But she's, she's like, starting, gonna, she's declaring yeah. war against Apoth, and she's like, we're going to get to the bottom of all this. Like, yeah. fuck the greater. Like, this is actually one of the few stories, or actually the only story, I think, that truly does not really hold any weight in the greater X Men story right now, because this is literally just them doing their own little side thing, and there's yes. no ties to, like, how it fits in the bigger X Men universe. I mean, maybe in the end they'll reveal that, but. Right now, it seems like it's all focused on trying to flush out Psylocke's past, or past, yeah. and her current path forward. Pretty and much, she's brought yeah. X-23 and, and little young Nathan on with her to have at it. A plucky team of murderers. Plucky team of murderers, yeah. She <laughs> young and upcoming to... murderers. That's her goal. She wants to find and kill Apoth, right? Yep. And she just wants the council to know about it. Um, but we move uh, on, and uh, she's just all like, "Find me others. Find me more. I need more people to trust." Uh, so she's trying to like kind of add to the roster. Yeah, she wants to add to her roster, and she's building up a team essentially, and she wants to train up these these people, these younglings. Um, which I guess, um, kind of, I mean, she's just been training with like Logan pretty much. Yeah. And Cable, like, and Cable. War timeline. So, so he knows some, but he's not like old Cable. He's like, oh, that's true. That's true. I guess yeah. younger Cable's still, but I mean, from the time he was a kid to the time he went to the future, when he's like day one, when he was transplanted to the future, I mean, that was a war torn <laughs> society that he grew up in. So even, like, how old would you say he is right now? Like, what, 20? 19? I would say he's, like, 19 to 20, yeah. And that kind of range? Like, just about, like, leaving his teens into his early 20s? Like, yes. So so that would mean that he had almost, like, fucking uh, 17, 16 years of just straight wartime exposure? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for some sure. people who serve in the military only serve for four years. He's spent, sure. like, you know, literally four times that, so... Um, maybe maybe he's a little more badass than he lets on. I mean, I never read the story where he killed the old Cable, but he'd have to be pretty badass to take him down. I don't yeah. know, cause that dude was great. That dude was gristled and like gray. Like he was, he was set in stone like a rock, chiseled. Like you mm. couldn't. That guy, <laughs> he took on he took on the entire Avengers crew in that extension arc that mm-hmm. was like the lead end to Avengers vs X Men, and he beat all of them. He like murked all of them. It was it was crazy. I was just like, "What? Cable's awesome." Yeah. And then they tied it into Avengers vs X Men, and I was like, "Oh, well, this story's tainted now." <laughs> 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 Took the wind out of that one. Yeah. All right. Um. But who do you think they're gonna add to this team? Oh man, who do I want to see on this team? Who's gonna be the new butterfly? Because they're not gonna be caterpillars as <laughs> she said right I, I will make you into cat into butterflies <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna add any new people this would be the opera if they're gonna add any new characters this would be the team to add them on I think. no way no way they're gonna add new characters they're they're, they're, they're they're going through a machine of like pulling out so like many. greatest hits and so shit. many yeah so they're gonna churn out they're gonna churn out a new character or, well maybe because i mean there could be a character that lived on genosha that died and they'll resurrect them and bring them back. But sure. I mean, they're turning out all these interesting characters. Like, dude, I, I, give me the story. Give me the story of that gold and silver, like, oh, those weird, those, those weird that ones were, yeah, the yeah, that they Russia. saved X Men issue one. Yeah. Yeah, see what those guys are about. Or bring back Dupe. Let's get Dupe on this team. Dupe, it's <laughs> happening. The strongest. Dupe. Dupe. Oh, yeah. Or Forget Me Not. Forget Me Not. Yeah, he's the oh. oldest mutant. Yeah. Just forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> He's, he was in the like they had like an X Force mission or something with him, yeah. or like one mission where it was like he had to he saved all of the world and like instantly they all forgot about him. Yeah, and they're, they're all celebrating. Like, we'll never forget about you. You're the greatest mutant that ever lived. And then they turned around and they're like, "What are we doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> power to instantly be forgotten. That's the second crazy. you stop looking at him, it's like, what? That's... I like that though. I like stories like that. That's that's rare and bizarre. 
I do feel though that they're going to go down like an X Force route with this. It's just going to be like a gritty hit team that's assembled. Like yeah. who? Who isn't oh, roughly like an analog to another character like that could fit on this team? Who's like a light version of of someone? Uh, put one of the cuckoos on here because the they're cuckoos, like kinda, yeah. they're like a standoff kind of version of of Emma Frost. So maybe they get one of them, and maybe they resurrect one of them because there were like five of them. Yeah. They only have get three more. right now. Bring so back, bring back one of them and put one of them on this team. Well, but then she Psylocke is a is a very powerful psychic, so that would be almost redundant. I don't know. Uh, let's get like um, Siren. She was an original Siren Fallen Angel, and she's a step down version of Banshee. There you, there you go. go. She was originally in the, the original volume of Fallen Angels. So, mm. with Devil Dinosaur, <laughs> Dinosaur people, and Moon Boy. Oh God. Let's get Franklin Richards on the team. He's a fallen angel. <laughs> like, you're not falling. You're like the rising sun, man. Yeah. Oh, man. When that clash, I want to see when that comes to head and, like, he has to throw down against the mutants. Right. Who's going to go against Franklin Richards, though? Like, no one. Because Nate Gray's gone. I mean, Legion's pretty powerful, but. Legion, if he could get his shit together. He's too, yeah, as I say, he's too fractured, so. I don't know how that would work. Proteus is too limited. He's powerful, but only in like a short range. And it's like isolated kind of yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, a 40 foot radius or like a 10 foot radius. I'm gone. Right. <laughs> if like, only right. there was some way I could use this in a contained space to warp reality in the future. <laughs> Save myself. Whoops. Yeah. Or Jamie Madrox is pretty crazy, but he's still not that not on a Franklin level. No, so. he's not on the Franklin level. I say only only X Man was the only one who could raise a candle. X Man, yeah. They burnt him out going into this arc. Or I don't know, because that's when they rebooted the X or like just put a stop on all the X Men stories. Yeah. When they shifted over to Don X, they killed everything. Like they all the writers that were a part of all that, all that stuff just got shit canned. So does that mean that the Don of X story uh um, that anything that led into it, like immediately, is gone. Like that See, whole, yeah, that whole age of, uh, or whatever the they called it when he was ruling. He remember he created his own horsemen. Like Magneto was one of his horsemen, and some yeah. other people. Yeah, like, who's a Bob? The Bob is one of his horsemen. I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I don't even know what's going on with any of that stuff. Yeah, I, I think. Know. I think uh, that probably ended in a way where they just kind of closed it off and they were just like, all right, we're moving on. <laughs> um, that would be my guess. Like, the, up to that run, right? So, like, if it gets canceled mid-run and we start a new thing, they reboot from there. Anything happening during that run, if it did not end before that run, up to that run, before probably it gets thrown away. Gets yeah. tossed, yeah, tossed out the, at the door. Would be my guess? Or... Yeah, I would. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, I, that makes that would be the logical way because then it's like, why are you going to build off a story you never finished? That would be exactly. confusing as hell. <laughs> um, but then we end with her with like this kind of cheesy line. It kind of ends cheesy. She's just all like, "Your caterpillars glistening and soft, but I can make you butterflies." And she's like looking in the sunset. So Jesus yeah, fuck. That's what I was Jeez jabbing at it earlier with the oh you guys are butterflies. They're so so deadly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like butterflies are only deadly if you accidentally eat one and if it's a poisonous one. This butterflies aren't even really poisonous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so really really depending on which butterfly you're dealing with, it's the least deadliest thing you could fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean at least moths unanimously all eat your clothes, so I mean like t shirts have something to fear. Butterflies literally are 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 <laughs> gonna hurt nothing. Yes, they just pollinate, <laughs> stimulate nature. Uh, oh man, I like the artwork in this story. Was weird. The character development is interesting. I'm I'm willing to see where it goes, but I'm baffled by the title. This is definitely a bit of a the title. Yeah, the character. Like, what do the characters have to do with this title? With this, why resurrect this book? Why not make a new book? I would say this would be the redheaded stepchild of the X Men family. I mean, Marauders, as weird as that one is, I, I, I'm more excited to see where that story goes and less with this because it's just like, okay, 
Is this just going to be a Psylocke rebuild arc? Like, this whole Fallen Angel series is going to be about Psylocke and her past and, like, flushing that out? It seems like, yeah, at least this first arc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? But that concludes this issue. Um, uh, besides the weirdness, anything stand out to you? Mm. Uh, I... I can't say that anything really stood out that was cool because it felt too much like an X-Force issue. Like, all the, like, team, like, building and throwdown shit where it got grimy and, like, doing dark, like, espionage and, like, uh, like zero dark missions and stuff like that. That's that's kind of an X-Force vibe. So it's almost like it felt like they could have continued this story in or put it a part of X-Force and told it on top of it in, like, a greater, larger issue. But... Uh, I guess they just ran out of room and they, they couldn't fit it in. So they're like, fuck it, let's put it on Fallen Angels. Because no one's used that fucking title since the 80s. And no one will care, right? Because <laughs> it's not Pretty right. much. That's what I feel. That's how yeah. I feel this went down. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess this is my counter to that. I'm not mad that they did it because at least it's an original. T- it's like it's an actual name. And they're yeah. just not calling it X-Men Blue, X-Men Purple, X-Men Red, X-Men Gold. Exactly. <laughs> it's like X-Men, like, Black Watch Plaid. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, stop throwing color palettes on my X-Men teams and saying that that's the title. Like, just write, you know. Title. Make a name. Astonishing X-Men, you know. Uncanny X-Men. Like, I'm fine with those. You've been using them for years. Like, you know. Spendiferous, stupendous, fantastomerastic X-Men. I, I don't care if that's verbose. <laughs> You can be verbose with it. Just don't get lazy. Don't call it like you know X Men Purple. And there they you went, go. They went full Pokemon on that. <laughs> exactly. We've got we've got a bunch of issues, and we only have so many colors we could go through because the color spectrum only works one way. <laughs> We're gonna have to start mixing and matching, and we'll get the right the right X Men color to sell. <laughs> Blue wasn't selling as much. Let's change its name. Let's let's cancel the issue, rebrand it. Issue one, X Men Violet. Violet it <laughs> we is. Show, we sold two more issues. Violet it is. Because <laughs> that's how the marketing goes at people yeah. like you know Disney. Like that's how they do their marketing. They'll they will they will skim that line and they'll shave off as much as they can get to then rebrand and try to get some more money out of you. <laughs> Disney. Will get take your money. <laughs> they definitely will. <laughs> yeah. Um, my standout moment is that moment where Salad freaks out, and then you just got Laura just like, okay, we're winging this. All right, and she whips out her claws and like her yeah. face is shrouded. That was a cool moment where she's like, all right, oh, yeah. let's do let's do this. Yeah, that um, actually, I agree. That's that was probably the the height of like the whole the whole issue. But other than that, I'm like you. Nothing really stood out. It was kind of flat. But we we learned a lot about Psylocke. So if you like Psylocke, this is gonna did be... we? Did th- we really? We learned about how she felt, I guess, more than anything. I I never really knew too much about Quan to start with. I just knew that that's the person that Psylocke inhibited or inhabited. That's that's all I ever really knew about her is that she happened to be a mutant that had similar psychic powers or somewhat similar psychic powers. Mm-hmm. And that, and due through some weird MacGuffin of a storyline, they ended up in the same body, because you know sometimes rebranding characters, it's not easy enough to just give them a new look. You have to put them in a whole fucking new body. <laughs> They're like, we really, we're really starting from square one on this character, and and that was that that was all I really knew about her. So going into this, I was just like, okay, well, tell me about Quan, and I'm like, all right, I guess she had a kid. I guess she had a tough life. I guess she was like a like a a child like assassin. All right. Well, I kind of already gathered that. I mean, and a lot of people like, you know, X-23 and other various members throughout the X-Men mythos are pretty much child assassins as well. I mean, they're mutants. They're 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 grown. They're, a lot of them are used as like military weapons and assets from birth. Shit, that's the whole premise of like Russia for like 30, 40 years in the X-Men mythos. It's just like, oh, you're a mutant. We're taking you in and you're going to be a part of the military. Yeah. That's why I psych- uh, Colossus got out. So I don't know. Like it, it just. Nothing too groundbreaking and and nothing too captivating going on here with Quan's de- development and just the Fallen Angels issue overall to really get me like hyped. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. We shall see. And Fallen Angels, 
uh, issue number two, which will be in a month. So that'll be a while. <laughs> yeah. Next, we're doing X Men 2, I think. Yeah, issue Next number two of X Men. On our plate is X Men, issue number two. That is right, folks. We're going back. And then X Men issue number two, we learned a little bit about Krakoa again. We learned. Yeah. Uh, we heard about the past of Krakoa somewhat, but we learned a little bit more. We get to see the, uh, I guess you could say, the repercussions of Krakoa and what happens. Yeah, and the whole Charles thing is is kind of light in the issue two of X Men. Yes, and then and then things kind of take off more after that, and then the next two issues to follow. But I mean, X Men issue two on its own was actually still pretty good because yeah. they're like diving into the Krakoan stuff, and yeah. it felt a lot more like an actual storyline instead of just like the previous X Men issue one, where they're like, let's Summer reintroduce family, all these characters. Family. Yeah, yeah, like the the Summer's Barbecue. <laughs> 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 This is some weird, like, Stepford Wives shit. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. X-Men, that was a good one. Um, but that will do it for us this week. Any final thoughts on Fallen Angels, Danny? Uh, hopefully it gets better. <laughs> hopefully it gets better. But that will do it for us this week. Folks, we'll catch you next week. Be sure to follow us and all that jazz. Like and subscribe on iTunes. That would be lovely. And we will catch you next week. Remember, the robots will kill you, bitches. Get out of here. Go eat some dinner. Or breakfast. Or breakfast. I don't know where you are. Or what time it is in your life. (laughs) Who knows? But do it. Eat something right now. 